Hello everybody, this is going to be a review of the Netflix show Punisher Season 1. I watched it about a year, year and a half ago, so it's good to review it after a little bit of time so that you can kind of not be as in the moment during the review process. Sort of a new format for a Spotify episode. I review things on my YouTube sometimes, but I wanted to put a lot of the different formats out there in their kind of showcase format so that I can see what is popular and what takes off. So if you haven't seen The Punisher season one on Netflix, basically... The Punisher is a, I wouldn't say a superhero, and I wouldn't say a hero. He's he's a vigilante superhero, like a, I think like, think like Batman, but a murderer. Batman without his one rule, basically, is what the Punisher is. Plus, a little bit more psychotic, also because he's like ex-military, unlike. You know, I mean, Batman is like a rich guy, whereas Frank Castle is uh, ex, um, ex spec ops operative, CIA operative, or at least was um, very involved in the military over in Afghanistan, uh, in the Afghan war. And so the whole premise of the Netflix show is that the Punisher, his name is Frank Castle. So this guy, Frank Castle, was while involved in military operations in Afghanistan, he was ordered to slash encouraged to by the CIA to commit a lot of war crimes and stuff, and then sort of abandoned and left to rot. And then there's also a whole background about how his family died and like, Certain people killed his family. He's going after this CIA agent, um, a really high up CIA officer official, uh, who is sort of the well, not sort of. He's certainly the villain of the of the season, but he's kind of the like backhand, like a uh, planning villain, whereas the actual like direct threats are you are always his henchmen so he's kind of operating in the background and he doesn't get directly involved with frank castle until the very end of the season and frank kills him brutally so everything basically uh, i haven't watched season two yet because i switched my netflix for hbo max like right after finishing season one so i haven't watched season two Season one ends, Frank Castle wins, basically. Like, he kicks the shit out of all the bad guys and wins. Long story short. And I would very much recommend, guys, if you just like action, the last two episodes... Or no, yeah. The 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 penultimate two episodes of The Punisher season one are, like, some of the, like, some of the best action in TV shows that you'll get. If you just want awesome, like unpredictable, seriously, like the reason why I, I I give this show good reviews is because I really did not know what.
what was going to happen. Like, I mean, anything could have gone down. Like, any character could have died. Like, even Frank Castle could have died. Like, you don't know what's going on. So it was really fun because there's a lot of different characters. And one thing the show does really well is it has... Um, it has a wide array of characters who all have their own motivations. So the characters don't serve the plot as much as in a normal superhero story. Because normally, you know, normally any good story, the characters should drive the plot instead of the other way around, right? Instead of the characters doing things for the plot, the characters should just be doing things and then the story comes out of that. And it's very hard in any superhero story because it's kind of like, you know, like Spider-Man, for example. It's like, well, he kind of has to be, you know, you kind of already have a character there and the plot is sort of already set up. So Spider-Man, for example, can't be too morally ambiguous or nuanced and he can't be like a selfish douche or like this and that. Whereas in the Punisher all the characters are just their own people and they don't just, they don't do things unless they have a reason or unless it's like going to help them. So it's really cool because like people who should be friends and cooperate don't because maybe sometimes they're just selfish pricks. Like Frank Castle just hates other people. He hates working with other people. So he just doesn't even when he should. And so it's like, it's really cool that way because I, I really feel like the characters were very, very strong in this show uh, more than any other, more than more than most uh, sort of hero-based plot lines because the cool thing about Frank Castle is he isn't really a hero. He's, he's a hero kind of, but also an anti-hero at the same time. It's awesome. He's a vigilante. Vigilantism is like a really cool subject for you know i mean like all superheroes are vigilantes like the vigilantism aspect is what makes them so interesting if superman was just a cop it wouldn't be as interesting if superman even if superman was just like a military general like in watchmen right like where they help in vietnam like if that was the whole story it wouldn't be as interesting so we have a really good setup for like a realistic no superpowers just badass crazy guy to be uh, a hero slash anti-hero for this show and um the other thing that the show does well is balancing action to um like actually decent action uh acting scenes that mean something because i started watching the punisher just because i was expecting it to be like a dumb action show that i could like turn my mind off to and it is in a lot of ways but at the same time if you want to get a little bit more like involved in the story there are cool characters there like there's a family there's um there's strong uh, male and female characters. There's law enforcement, cops. Um, like one of the key conflicts is between, it's like a three-way conflict between Frank the Vigilante, 
another, you know, Frank's rival, the actual, like, an actual criminal. So you have a criminal vigilante, an actual criminal, and then a cop. And this, like, three-way standoff, basically. Sometimes a literal standoff, but usually just a spoiler alert, but usually just, you know, usually just, uh, like, moral, like, who, like, how do you interact within that? Like, they're friends sometimes, not friends other times. You know, like letting each other go when they shouldn't, things like that. It's all so those that's why it made it so unpredictable, man, because it's like, I don't know, like maybe this cop, this cop has been deciding whether or not to allow the vigilante, how much slack to allow this vigilante for the whole season. So you don't know, maybe they're just going to as soon as Frank does like takes one, like maybe once he crosses the line, the cops are just going to totally screw him over. You have no idea. So it's really interesting, um, more interesting than I expected, and the acting is pretty good. I would just say it's like what uh, I would say it's like the same as like Daredevil's quality of acting. So just like good, you know. Um, I would say I personally think The Last Kingdom has better acting. For example, if you want to look at another Netflix show, but then I think that The Punisher has better acting than. Um, Man, I don't know. I try not to watch shows with bad acting, but it has decent acting. There were only a couple actors, a couple casts that I thought were like that. I thought were just like forced and didn't do a very good job. But they're usually very low screen time characters, anyways. Um, so as far as criticism beyond that, I was I would I would say that like. Some of the subplots were a little bit forced. Like, for example, that one terrorist. There's a terrorist subplot. And the terrorist subplot made a lot of sense. But it was resolved in a way that seemed extremely forced. To serve, like, the broader plot. It was like, well, this terrorist subplot is has been helping and helping and helping. And then now it's kind of getting in the way. So let's just mix it. And that's kind of like how it seemed to go down and so it seemed a little bit unnatural like i i noticed that the characters seemed to be sort of acting a little bit weird not that much just a little bit but so that they could wrap up the the terrorist subplot and keep the story going um and you know that that happens a couple other times too but it doesn't happen you know this is only the first season it might happen more later like in a show like the last kingdom that happens like 24/7 so you know, creating subplots and then axing them as soon as they're not useful anymore, even if it goes against kind of the grain of the the story up to that point is a pretty common thing in TV shows. I mean, these are very, you know, you got like 10 hours worth of film to get through without um, having anything feel out of place or unnatural. Man, it's hard. The Punisher does a really good job, though. Um. Uh, but another criticism would be the, I would say, the lack of character development on the part of Frank Castle, because he does develop, but it always seems like he's kind of forced to, and that he's always, he's going to go back to being exactly the way he was the moment it's convenient for him. It's just that he has this kind of situation right now where he can bugaloo a little bit and help with another help another guy out or whatever 
but I never really got the feeling that there was any actual transformation going on. And I think that that's a lot of it because of like lack of dialogue. Frank doesn't have that many lines comparative to like a normal main character. Like Daredevil talks way more than Frank Castle, for example. Like that'd be interesting. Like how many, how many words did Daredevil speak versus Frank Castle versus the Punisher in their first season? That would be a cool metric to look at, you know? I'll bet you Frank Castle, like, he just doesn't talk a lot. And so that actor, he's a lot like Neo, you know? Like, like Neo in The Matrix didn't talk a lot, the first Matrix movie. But he still was, like, a strong character. And to do that, you need a lot of acting scenes. And I think you also need a lot of help from supporting cast, which Frank gets when there is supporting cast in the scenes. That's when Frank's at his best is when he's interacting with other characters. That's when he's awesome. But when he's on his own, kind of, it it, it, it kind of falls flat because he's kind of just this mute, stoic guy who doesn't talk a lot, kind of just like going, like driving around doing things, I felt like, at some parts of the plot. But overall, you know, I would say that the pilot episode is doesn't show as how serious the show will get late at some points, but it's a good overall primer. Um, there's a lot of violence and stuff, but overall it's a, it's a nicely like serious take on the Punisher. It's not like all cartoony. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's cartoony at all. The only cartoony action is the, is the, there's like one, truly cartoony like action sequence but it fits perfect and it's like all about the punisher like it fits so yeah i guess with that i'll wrap it up um just like a you know just something that i could add as a type of uh thing that how how people might be able to relate to these sorts of shows or media outlets that they might not normally watch or pay much attention to. So yeah, thank you everybody.